Today we're going to discuss the Goral Hagra. Why are we discussing the Goral Hagra today? Is that even a halacha? Uh, it came up in Daf Yomi recently, so I was interested in it. So uh, today we're going to talk about the Goral Hagra. So there is an Isra in the Torah of Kishuf. There's a mitzvah in the Torah of Tavantia Masham Kecha. There's an Isra of Nichosh. There are things in the Torah, clear Dinim Daraisa, that tell us that a person is supposed to follow uh, what, uh, what in the mitzvahs of Torah, and that's how we're supposed to make our decisions, just with a lot of davening and uh, following the mitzvahs of Torah, not to be dorish asidos, not to presume that we could figure out what the future holds, or anything like that. And yet, there is this concept that seems to be a fairly widely accepted concept, called Goral Hagra, which involves on some level or another, taking a Chumash, a Tanakh, something, opening it up to a certain page in a certain way, counting a certain number of psukim or lines or whatever, different, uh, you know, there's an exact methodology, I'm not familiar exactly with what it is, um, and nor does it matter to me exactly what it is, but there's a, and, and finding a pasuk to determine what your, uh, what your decision, whatever decision is facing you in life. Now, where did it come from and why is it mutter? There, the Mashkiach told me that, uh, Rabbi Bamberger told me that in the Art Scroll biography of the Vilna Gaon, there's a chapter in the back on Goral Agra with like 15 examples of famous people who did the Goral Agra, Major Gedolim and Sadikim, who performed a, uh, a Goral Agra, and pretty much in any bi- biography of the Vilna Gaon, in uh, Rav, Rav Eliach's three volume biography, Hagaon, uh, there's uh, the it also has a whole chapter on Goral Agra and uh, any, any biography of the Vilna Gaon will normally incorporate that, even though it's a little bit strange because I'm not clear exactly why it's even called the Goral Agra. This so far predates the Gra that it's pretty obvious that it doesn't come from the Gra. So I don't know if anyone has a really great explanation of why it's called the Goral Agra. Mashkiach told me he was under the impression that the Gra is the one that taught us the, maha- the, the way to do it, that taught us the methodology of how to count how many lines and what type of chumash you have to use and exactly where to hold your fingers by which psukim to begin with when you start counting the pages and the lines. Uh, I don't know, but that's, that's what they say. One thing that does seem clear is that it only works on a Tanakh or a Torah, it does not work, meaning or Chumash, it does not work on Torah Shvalpeh, and certainly not on any other books. The Chida writes a lot about the Goral Agrad, and Shire Brachi, or Deisim Kovayintas, he writes from the Marikash that you can open up a Torah to see which Pasuk shows up and use that Pasuk for direction, Kihi Chayenu. Because the Torah is Chayenu, and therefore the Torah can determine what we do next in life. But uh, short of the Torah, anything else would not be usable. Shachter often points out that he's, uh, he, he thinks that what a certain Hasidus does, where they open up their Rebbe's letters to random pages, and uh, they, they take direction from the Rebbe, from, from the letter that that Rebbe of that Hasidus wrote, he thinks that that's a violation of the Yisra of Nichush, that is not included in the Hatter of Goral Agra, because it is not Torah Shebechsav. So, it's a violation of an Isidaraisa. It makes sense that it should only be Torah. 
it probably relates to the idea that the Medrash tells us in the Zohar that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is takal ba'araisa u'bara alma that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mabit ba'olam the Lashon Medrash he looks at the world and he, he looked at the Torah mabit ba'torah u'bara olam he looked at the Torah and he created the world so whatever is going to happen in the world and the Ramban in, in his interpretation of the Tocha shows and demonstrates how many of the uh, details of the Tocha happened and played out throughout the centuries that somehow in the Torah you have Ramazim to everything that will happen in the, in the world, even perhaps some very detailed private issues, there will be Ramazim to everything in the Torah, and you'd imagine that the Gorla grows based on something like something like that. Um, the, uh, the, we do have records from very early times of people using uh, uh, the Torah to determine decisions in the book of Josephus and the book of Maccabees, which uh, you know are not books that are uh, that made it into Tanakh, but they're at least an accurate historical record. It talks explicitly about people using uh, Torah to determine to determine uh, what uh, you know what, what their course in life should be. And there are many many practical not practical. There are many example historical examples of good and always, always non-Hasidim. Litvisha Gedolim all use the Goral Agra. Maybe that's why it's called the Goral Agra, that it's used by people who follow the Mahalich of the Gra. Hasidim don't have any need for the Goral Agra. If they want to know what Hashem wants from them, they don't have to look in the Goral Agra. They go to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe's word is what they, uh, is what they follow. But for Litvaks, who don't have that luxury, so uh, the Goral Agra came in handy over the course of, uh, of history. So you have, for example, in the biography of the Chavetz Chaim, it tells us that the Chavetz Chaim um, decided uh, what to do with his yeshiva before World War One by opening up by doing Goral Agra and it says Machnos when it describes how Yaakov split into two Machnos and the Chavz Chaim actually split the yeshiva into two separate places based on the advice of the Goral Agra uh, the, uh, before uh, uh, taking uh, certain trips or deciding where to travel Ravelli Lapian was known to have used the Goral Agra they say the most famous example, although it's not abundantly clear whether this is true or not, I don't know what the exact source is, but they say when Ravaran Cutler was deciding whether he should join his father-in-law with Mr. Zalman in Eretz Yisrael or should he join Ramosha Feinstein in America, that he did a Goral Agra and he came across the Pasuk, Vayomer Hashem al-Aron Lech Lekros Moshe Hamidbara, that uh, Hashem said to Aaron, go to Moshe in the Midbar, and any Jew from, uh, from, from Eastern Europe knew that the way they always refer to America was the Midbar. America was a Midbar. So it was like an exact uh, perfect Pasuk that seemed to, uh, to determine that he should, that he should do that. Uh, probably the other most famous example is, and this one, I think I don't think there's anyone that disputes this account, that Ravari Levine, uh, when, uh, when there was a terrible attack in Gush Etzion and there were 12 bodies that were unidentified amongst the bodies that, amongst the people that were killed, there were 12 bodies that were unidentified. Ravari Levine used the Goral Agra to identify the 12 bodies, which is just like absolutely mind-blowing. And many, many other Litvish Gedolim throughout the generations have used the Goral Agra. Not all of them. Not all of them. In Archos Rabbeinu, it says that the Stipler never did it. And the, if uh, people have asked from Chaim Kanievsky more recently, and he says it's something that's very sensitive. A person has to be a Balruach HaKodesh. A person has to be on a certain Madrega. And he says, even my father and my uncle didn't do it. So, okay, most people say my father and my uncle. Okay, big deal. No, but when you're 
Reb Chaim Kanievsky, you're saying my father, my uncle, you're saying the stipler and the chaznish. That the stipler and the chaznish didn't, apparently didn't hold that they were holy enough to be able to use the Goral Agra. But where does it come from? So, um, first of all, the ideas of lotteries determining uh, what to do appears all over Tanakh, right? You have the Sir Azazel, you have the Chalukas Ha'aretz in Bamidbar Parachavav, and again in Sefer Yoshua, you have Yoshua determining that Achan was the one who stole the uh, the spoils of Yericho, also using a Goral. You have Shaul using a Goral to discover that Yonason is the one that ate on the day that he said no one is allowed to eat on this day of Muhammad, and he, you know, this, the, the, uh, the honey from the tree that uh, Yonason uh, t- took to energize himself you have uh, in Sefer Yonah, the non-Jewish sailors have to determine who it is that uh, that's causing all the problems. They said, we'll do Gorolos and we'll figure it all out. So we do have it all over Tanakh and you have it described in, in, in early sources. Where it comes from is a Gemara in Chulun. The Gemara in Chulun, uh, and really many other places in Shas, it has some version of this. In many places in Shas and Gittin and other places, the, the Gemara will say that one of the Tanaim, Ramaraim, wasn't sure about something, so he went to a child and he said, Psukli Psukech, tell me what Pasuk you learned. And the child would say a Pasuk and they would, deter, they would use that as direction. Uh, the Gemara in Chulin just goes one step further. It says that Shmuel, uh, the Amora Shmuel, used to, uh, used, used to actually use a Chumash. It says he took a Sefer. And he uh, and and he used the safer to determine what is, what what his next decision should be. Shmuel Badak Besifra is the lashon that the that the Gemara has. So even though in Shulchan Aruch and Yardesim Kovayin Tess we paskin that you know I'll try to tell the future. Beis Yosef quotes the Sifri that you uh, you shouldn't use lotteries because of Tamim Tia. It happens to be we don't have that Sifri that the Beis Yosef quotes. But nevertheless, the Gemara does make this distinction that using Psukim in some way is Mutter, and it's all over Shas. Psukli Psukech. The Rambam in the 11th paragraph of the says that you're allowed to ask a child for a Pasuk. And he says that that's Mutter because, it's just not so clear what he means by this, but it's Mutter because Lo Kiven Maasov Lo Nimna Milasos that he's not making a decision to do or not to do, but rather it's a simon for what already is. Uh, unclear exactly how to define that distinction, but it seems that the Goral Agra is not really supposed to determine, or the Psokli Psukaich, which is Chazal's version of the Goral Agra, because they weren't walking around Chamashim so much. They only had like Sifrei Torah, so I guess they didn't, it wasn't as easy and accessible for them to do a Goral Agra. So they were, children were more accessible, and also children used to study Tanakh between the ages of five and ten. Now you see Telki Psokli Psukaich, he can only tell you three Psukim, so like, you, you know you know what Pasuk it's going to be. It's Bereshit Baralagunas because that's all he knows. He doesn't know uh, any other uh, any other psukim, so it probably wouldn't work on a, on a child anymore. But uh, but if if children were learning all of Tanakh between the ages of five and ten, so whatever possible pops out of the kid, so that might be might be meaningful. So uh, so the Rambam seems to be drawing a distinction between making a decision versus that which is a similar davar. And the truth is that's taken straight from the Gemara. The Gemara asks, why isn't this a violation of nichush? And the Gemara makes some sort of distinction between that which is nichush and that which is only a a simon. There's also a famous medrash in Esther Rabbah. I thought there's a Gemara Megillah, maybe someone will remember, that Mordechai wasn't sure what to do after the Gzera Saman, so he asked children, he wanted to know what the future of Klal Yisrael is going to be. So he said, he told children, the first one says, 
Don't be afraid of uh, what the Rishayim are doing. Then he asked the second child, and the child read above, that all the Eitzes against us are going to be, uh, are going to be uh, uh, wiped out because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. And then the third child, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that I don't get old, even no matter how old I get, I'm still the same HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nothing changes about me, because Haman's Taina was that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is too old, and he can't, uh, he can't protect them anymore. He's not going to be able to protect the Jewish people anymore. So having three times, and the Gemara makes reference to that also in Chulun, that's, uh, that, that when something is muhsak three times, that that's a greater indication. Having three psukim like that energized Mordechai. So when Haman then asked Mordechai why he was so happy with what the children had told him, he responded, It's the good news that they gave me that I don't have to worry about the, about the likes of you. And Haman got angry and said that he would be Shaleach Yad on those children first. He was going to attack those kids first. But we all know what happened to Haman. The Yalkut Shimoni in Mishle says that in if you want to take Torah from the Torah itself, that that's perfectly within within uh, within reason. You're allowed to do that. And Shulchan Aruch quotes this halacha. You're allowed to say psokli psukayich to a child. Shulchan Aruch also mentions what the other stuff the Gemara says in Chulin that bayis tinok v'isha that if a person had recently got married or built a house or recently had a baby, that very often what follows after that, if he has success after that, that that's a simon, that uh, that whatever endeavor he's embarking on is going to be successful. The Taz and the Shach in Yerodeh are right, that it's considered like a, a mini nevuah. We don't have nevuah anymore, uh, but uh, based on Rishonim they write that it's considered like a miniature uh, nevuah. The one who talks about it the most probably is the Chida. The Chida, like we said, holds that you're allowed to, you're allowed to do it, and we find the Chida quotes the Yoshio Melech began his tshuva movement because they opened up a Sefer Dvarim and found Ara Shaliyakim is Divrei Torah Azos and uh, the Tshuvas Chaim Sha'al the Chida quotes the Tshuvas HaRambam you would expect that the Rambam wouldn't be so into this the Rambam was, t- the Rambam was asked can you uh, can, can, uh, can you do it for a guy or can a guy do it should it be done publicly so he said no nah, that's not right it shouldn't be done publicly as a way of proselytizing it shouldn't be done uh, you know by a guy for a guy but privately by it sadly the Rambam had no problem uh, the Rambam the had no problem he did not think that it's a that, that, that it's Pose a halachic issue. Um, the, uh, and, and the, the, in more recent times, Rav Sturmbach in Chuvas Van Hagos, so in Chuvas Van Hagos he has a chuva not about Gorola Gra, but about palm reading. In a Sefer on the Torah, in Tan Vedas, he talks about Gorola Gra. But it's a very similar issue. I mean, Rav Sturmbach points out in his chuva in Chuvas Van Hagos, about palm reading. Remember, we once discussed this, we had a shayla about palm reading. But uh, Rav Sturmbach says it is a thing, the Zohar talks about it, it is a real chachma that exists. But he says that, uh, that, it, that and it's therefore you can't say it's usr, but you shouldn't use it to tell the future. It's not, you're not allowed to use it to tell the future. It's just, uh, if you want to know your own mazel in order that you should be able to strengthen yourself in tshuva and maizim tovim, so he thought that, uh, that, it's, that it's mutter, but he says, it's not appropriate for someone to be osek in palm reading. And he quotes 
that Chaznish in determining which of two sides to follow uh, would use a goral, and that's mutter and there's no chashash because you're just taking it as, as an eitzah. But he emphasizes in the case of palm reading, a love leda, she'itzel am Yisrael kol toloi b'tfilo maisim tovim. And this everyone agrees to. Tfilo and maisim tovim is our avoda. That's what we're supposed to do. All of these other things, whether they are valid or invalid, so at best they are mutter but not our avoda, and at worst they are in a sudaraisa. So we need to be very careful about looking for other things other than tshuva maisim tovim. Rak, lismoch ala Baruch Hu. We have to be somich ala Kodesh Baruch Hu through tzvila, tzedakah, maisim tovim, that Hashem will then be yerachim aleinu balamazeh, bebni chayu muzoni v'niska l'chayel maba. That's our Sternbach concludes his tshuva. That through that, we, that's how we're actually ultimately going to be zolcha to chayel maba. So in short, does the Gara Lagra exist? Is it a thing? Gedole olam did the Gara Lagra, and it's based firmly, it seems to be fairly firmly based in a Gemara, in Midrashim, Beis Yosef quotes Midrashim, and it seems to have been practiced at different times by Gedole Olam through history. So who, where do we go to get one? Nowhere. We don't do it anymore. It's not something that is, uh, that is done, and uh, you need to have a little bit of uh, Ruach HaKodesh, you need to be on an incredible Bal Madrega in order for it to even make sense, and even when it was done, it's only done in the context context of someone who absolutely believes that everything's from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and uh, it's not a shortcut from mitzvahs and maizim tovim, that we have to be absolutely committed to a life of tefillah and mitzvahs and maizim tovim.